welcome back to the internet. This is Kent and Chris bringing to you what will be called episode 19, part 2 of the Kent Retro and Risk podcast, or as I like to call it, 19 Deuce. Anyways. <laughs> Man, we, we, should, we should just be KNC K Music Factory. <laughs> yeah, I got the power. <laughs> There we go. We're starting strong here. Yeah. So um, this is going to be a bit kind, of, kind of like a bonus episode. Our main one, we talked about uh, our top ten list for sequels. In horror movies, we weren't allowed to use the first movie in a, a franchise. So basically it was, I guess, top ten sequels in a franchise other than the first movie. But... We are going to be going into uh, just a kind of, I guess, a brief uh, discussion over some of our honorable mentions and whatnot. So, Kent, I believe you had questions for me, so fire away, buddy. Yeah, basically, like, everything that didn't make the cut or were dishonorable mentions, we're just going to do, you know, talk about the franchises, do some quick hits, because some of them I haven't seen, well, I'm going to ask Chris about things I've seen, and he can ask me about others. Um... So let's go with the good stuff before we get to the truly bad stuff. Um, starting up right off the collection. I okay. I was thinking about that. I really like the collector as a horror movie. The collection, for me, like if the collector was like out of ten, like about an eight point three for me. The collection is probably like. A 6.9 without the ending. I like what they did where they flipped at the ending, and uh, instead of having the bad guy get away, it seems like Arkin is going to fucking wreck his shit up. Uh, which probably brings up to a 7.3 for me. But I think overall it was a weaker movie than the first one. You know, there were some really cool mythology elements in it, like what happens to the collected that he doesn't kick out in the box in the next place he shows up. But uh, overall, like I like the first one better, which is why it didn't hit my my list. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm I'm with you. My numbers are a little different, but probably right around the same similar ratio. Um, so we're on the same page there. And and yeah, it just it wasn't a strong enough effort to make my top sixty five list or whatever the hell I had. It it went like bloodier. The deaths, a lot more deaths. It Probably did have that one hurt. super cool death, though. Yeah. Well, that scene. <laughs> but but just overall, like, I don't know. I, like, right. I liked it. I'm glad I've seen it. I really hope, because I've, I've heard them talking about doing a third one for, like, what, a year and a half now? I mean, Dom's the one that... He keeps bringing it up to me every so often, too. So I'm assuming it's still possibly happening unless <laughs> pandemic has shut... I mean, pandemic screwed a lot of things up, so who knows now? So, I mean, if they do a third one, I hope they don't fuck it up. That's... I just want a good effort. I want a good story. I want a good effort. If it doesn't have to be perfect, I just don't want to regret seeing it. Like, to me, what I would hate would be, like, if they're like, okay, Arkin's the collector now. Like, that would make no fucking sense to me. No, you're right. Yeah, no, don't, don't go that route. That'd be bad. Okay. Um, next up, the Hostel franchise, which I thought part two was actually pretty 
it was part two for me was the best and also had by far the most talent but still like i don't know hostile as a franchise never really hit a button for me what about you all right so after i watched rewatched the saw movies a couple of years ago i was like you know what? i never gave hostile a chance because you know people were just saying it's torture porn uh you know let me take a look and see it and yeah, I, I I haven't seen three, but I watched one and two, and I was like, you know, these are decent. Neither of them are are bad. Neither of them are either you know anywhere near as gratuitous as what I was expected. You know, led to believe that they would have been like too. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't just I didn't like them enough to to make my list, and like yeah, I, one and two are almost interchangeable in the ratings for me. Like, uh. I mean, two had one's foundation to build off of, so it didn't have to, you know, take as long a period of time to get to the actual, uh, you know, like hostile, you know, and the the repercussions. But like the ending, kind of, uh, like, for a mostly serious film, like the ending where she they kick the fucking girl's head into the fucking yeah, I don't know. It was. Yeah. A unique opportunity where most sequels don't most sequels don't get that opportunity to just go right into it and Hostile 2 had that opportunity and while they tried to I think in totality Hostile, the concept the premise just doesn't have enough substance to be all that good, like it's just a very average thing like I, there were things I liked in 2 I liked the fact that like you know, if these okay, if this group is as powerful and as you know rich as they pretend to be, then yeah, the dude's gonna get got. You know, fucking sometime does you know? Like I hate when like, oh yeah, the nobody from fucking nowhere Kansas fucking escapes and manages to elude you know repercussions from fucking the Illuminati. And I liked what they did with Lord uh, German character where you know she was rich enough that she was able to buy her way into the thing you know instead of yeah i thought that was an interesting out for uh for her character yeah I, I, part three just don't watch i, I mean just seeing from where they went with like the quality of the trailer i was like yeah it's really bad yeah okay um here's one that's going to be more than a minute discussion um and something that we were talking about in the nine deuce uh horror group earlier today um me and uh joe we were talking about phantasm because there's no it's the hardest franchise to blog about if you try to actually explain it you come off like a pretentious asshole or somebody that doesn't know anything there's no winning while writing about phantasm Phantasm alone's a tough, tough thing to discuss, and in and my part opinion, part of the problem too is when you talk about it, you fucking spoil it. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's there's no really. I, I couldn't put it on my list as much as I mean, as much as I really want to. I just couldn't. Uh, part of it for me too is I've only seen the first three. I haven't seen the last two. Correct. It, so like, I mean, yeah. It's tough to quantify it. It's tough to explain it. It's. I I love Phantasm though. Like the the first one, I I really love. It's fucking weird and it's quirky 
and it it works for me. Like I really enjoy that one. Like two and three, uh, they were they were good. You know, they weren't bad, but you know that that was one like where if we were talking about just you know best entry in a horror franchise, Phantasm probably would have made my list. But I don't know if I could have put Phantasm two or Phantasm three up there. That's that's gonna be a future podcast. Best first entry into a big franchise. That could be kind of fun, actually. Because that could go any number of places. Uh, I, I mean, I think... Like, we came up with a lot where there were good sequels, but, like, like for how many of the ones that showed up on our list would the first movie have been the best one in the series? A lot. A lot of them. Well, yeah, I agree. Most of them. So... Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I exclude this for probably similar reasons as you did. Uh, Blade? Yeah, I mean... I think Blade 2 is the closest that it gets to, to being horror. And even then, uh, it's more of a comic book movie, an action movie, than than an actual scary movie. Right. But, yeah, yeah no, I like... I, I love those movies. You know, like, Wesley was one of my go-to action heroes in the, the 90s and uh, early 2000s. And I really liked, like, a lot of people credit X-Men for bringing in, you know, X-Men to Spider-Man, which was what allowed Batman Begins and then the whole superhero resurgence. But, I mean, I think you have to go back a step further and look at Blade. Like, they just did a really good job with a B-list character and made movies that were fucking awesome. Yeah, I agree. And really, without Blade, we don't get the really solid uh, Punisher with uh, Thomas Jane. I, I fully believe that. I don't really know how they intertwine, but I just it's my belief that if Blade doesn't happen, we don't get Punisher like that. So, I mean, it's, that's the same reason Like I didn't throw in any of the Underworld movies on the list. Are you a fan of the Underworld films? In general? Uh, I haven't seen the last one, which I heard was kind of shit. But, yeah, I liked... I liked the first four, like, all for different reasons. Okay. I, I, I can't speak knowledgeably about it, because after the first one I said I was just straight up done, because I heard the word liking way too many times. It made me not. It made me dislike in the film. But I'm ching. Yeah. Yep. It's uh. It's almost midnight, and I'm here making the worst jokes possible. I'm so proud that this is the bonus edition. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. I, I don't even know if you've ever seen the original or the sequel, Jack Frost. I have not. No. <laughs> Jack Frost Two is. Even cheesier than the original, and the cheesy. The first one has a place in my heart. The second one I can do with ever not seeing again. Um, all right, Feast. Have you ever watched that? I have not. No. I think you could probably enjoy part one and maybe even part two. Um, Wait, was that the one with the bar where the dudes, the monsters, were trying to get in? Yes, yes, it was. Oh, did I see it? I think we've talked about it before, and 
I want I'm, I, th- I think I've seen the first one. Okay. Uh, like it's weird because I think Feast Two and Three have more in common than Feast One and Two, but all in all, it does make a trilogy. So I I couldn't put it on my list, even though I had a million films on the list. Um, the sequels just they're they're B horror. They they really are. But the first one really is, I think, fun. Weren't they made like as like Project Greenlight or something like that kind of? You know, like a competition and the people won. I could see that. And really, if you look at the cast, it makes some sense with somebody like Henry Rollins and Jason Mewes and Judah Freelander. Like, you know, like these are names of people that you can kind of just attract for really shitty little roles. And it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Project Greenlight. Yeah. Uh, It was one of the ones that got made through that. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely would recommend it if you can find them. I, I don't know where to f- even find them, but... Uh, Looks I don't like know. you can yeah, buy them from Prime. That's it. Okay, good. I, actually, I might buy them from Prime. I think I have them on DVD, but I'm really just trying to go digital as much as possible. Um, okay. Uh, a movie that I'm positive you've seen, um, and I had it rated better than average, um, American Werewolf in Paris. <sighs> um, yeah. Like, I love American Werewolf in London. I love the soundtrack to American Werewolf in Paris. But I just... It wasn't a bad movie, but it... Like, there was so much lead-up to it. I remember it was one of the first movies that I actually saw on Christmas, because it came out on Christmas. And I I went with my brother and our friend Chuck Dvac to Crossgates to see it. And, you know, again, that was one of the ones where, like, the way you're feeling at the time influences how you perceive the movie. You know, so when it came out, we liked it a lot. But, like, going back and looking at it now, it's just not as strong movie like it, I have a question is Tom it, Everett Scott's character like fucking should not he shouldn't have let he shouldn't have been the lead in that movie okay well there was my question <laughs> exactly my question I, I say that he was the wrong choice for the lead Julie Delpy on the other hand was perfect for her role see and then here's here's a here's one of those ones where I, I quite like okay so if Julie Delpy is the original werewolf because she's inherited it from her father? How does killing Claude turn everybody else human? I don't know. It seems to declaw the whole thing, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, so I mean, I was just curious about that. Yeah, I don't. I, I the the writing was questionable. The lead was questionable. There was a lot of questionable things. It was just that little helping of nostalgia combined with Julie Delpy's incredible looks and a great soundtrack that made it it was, once again, it was a little bit like cotton candy horror movie. Like There was empty calories. It wasn't good for you, but you kind of enjoyed it the first time, but the logic holes. Ugh. There's a reason why there wasn't a third one. And I don't... Do you think... If anything, they'll remake the original one. 
I mean, I've right? heard them. I've heard them talk about it on and off, but yeah, like you don't. The only thing that they established in that universe is that you know werewolves exist, and you know they they're the more wolfish form rather than wolf men. You know, if we go by the first movie at least, uh, and that the person who's turning into one sees the ghosts of their victims. So Which I, I I like that that that, that's a that good you could part. transcribe, fucking anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Ha- you could do like an American Werewolf. I mean, anywhere. And as in long Columbus as you were, yeah, <laughs> it would be it would be interesting in like places where there aren't wolves. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, like, so it it doesn't have to be married to having the same characters in every single one. So yeah, I, I think it could work as a franchise if you had people willing to make good werewolf movies, which unfortunately we very often don't. Yeah, I, and you gotta really you gotta establish one thing. I, I I always say with horror, if you're gonna make a franchise, you have to establish the rules and adhere to the rules. I think that's super important. And when you don't do that, it causes lots and lots of bad things, which we're going to get to. I mean, we haven't even touched on the bad, bad stuff yet. I mean, I think here's the easiest fucking thing they need to... Is it a good story? If you don't have a good story, then don't make a fucking movie. You know, don't try to sell us, make something just for nostalgia's sake to cash in. You know. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right. Uh, moving on, Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood, which I still like, but I couldn't put it on my list. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. Bordello of Blood is just okay. Like it, it, Perfectly it, it average gets, film? Gets more more marks for me for the, the boobs and the sexiness and, like... And Corey Feldman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. like, if you, if you look at it as a movie, like, I really thought Demon Knight was actually pretty decent, pretty decent... Uh, horror movie just a pretty decent movie overall and then Bardello Blood wasn't anywhere near as strong if we end up doing an original film to a franchise type list Demon Knight is going to make that list if I remember it which is always questionable but if I remember it it will because I really hold that movie high in my acclaim were you were you hanging out with us when we were doing like all the live action shit with Kevin no where he would like he would like rewrite a movie and then we would just kind of act it instead of playing Dungeons and Dragons or whatever else we were playing at the time. Not to my recollection, but anytime you guys were doing like D and D, I was busy like playing video games with Craig. So <sighs> he he rewrote Demon Knight one night and like I hadn't seen the movie yet and I was the freaking what what was William Sadler's character's name? Oh, I, I, I yeah. can't even think anyway, of it. That was the part I got, and it was it was really cool. Like, although I remember too, like one one day, and we did this at Russ's house. I don't remember if you were there or not. Basically, we just we took Reservoir Dogs and we gave everybody a piece of the cast, and then we rewrote it. We acted through it like six different ways, you know, with like who was the actual snitch, different each single time. That was pretty fucking awesome. That's an interesting idea. I like that. Huh. All right. Um, Cabin Fever. I've never seen any of the Cabin Fever movies, so I I just can't comment on whether or not they would have made my list or not. I don't don't think they would have, but 
Part 2 is the worst of the three, and then the reboot is kind of like the Evil Dead reboot. It didn't happen. Gotcha. Um, Haunting in Connecticut 2? I have not seen it. Not bad, but a decent premise carried out unsuccessfully, in my opinion. Um, One that I just thought of today... Uh, I still know what you did last summer. Uh, like, it wasn't bad, but, like, I know what you did last summer in that whole franchise always just felt to me like it was the Scream knockoff. You know, like, it, we're, it trying to cash, we're trying to cash in on the uh, young 90s cast, you know, Nice film, uh, film, cinematography, filmography, uh, horror resurgence. You know, like the way it was shot really reminded me of, of Scream in addition. You know, and like they weren't bad movies. I just, you know, when you had something as fresh as Scream coming out, and then you have something that's not bad, but just as derivative as I know what you did last summer, it just it didn't hold my interest as much. And like, the changes that they did to the formula with I still know what you did didn't feel as much and I haven't seen any of the ones past that. There's only three of them as far as I know and part three is... But um, part two holds a special little place in my heart and yet I also know it's not a good movie. Um, I still really like the original even though, yes, they were cashing in no different than Urban Legend and Final Destination was all that like little era right there. Um, But actually, it was a good time for horror because that sparked a little horror renaissance, which I'm grateful for because we were really treading water in the mid '90s with horror. So you know, that reminds me. It reminds me of like the like one missed call and. I know a lot of people, but like, drag me to hell, kind of following on like, ring in the grudge, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily that they're bad movies, but you know, like people see something take off and they're like, oh, let's do a whole bunch of fucking, uh, you know, as many similar as we can to this in order to try to uh, cash in on what's popular at the moment. Oh God! Like America was just like, all right, ring succeeded. How many uh, other popular Asian horror films can we do? So we got The Grudge, we got The Eye, we got uh, oh, what was the one with uh, Shutter? Shutter, I, yeah, I think it was White yeah. Shutter, White White Noise. noise. Yeah. Yep, like it was just boom, 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 like one after the other after the and other. Then, and then the same kind of thing when like The Conjuring happened, and all of a sudden we're hearing fucking mm-hmm. like, ghost stories and demons and yeah so i mean yeah it wasn't a bad movie but it just you know i didn't like them enough to make my list i i speaking of conjuring i just saw that they were releasing some stills i think from conjuring two or conjuring three and i couldn't be more excited so i'm hopeful let's put it like the like all the ones that have really been about uh vera farmiga and uh Patrick Wilson. Yes, thank you. Have been really good. You know, like... I really like The Conjuring 2. It almost would have... That's another one that would have been really close to top ten for me. But 
then you look at like some of the spin-offs and you're like, well, you know, hopefully they bring the A team instead of the B team. Right, right, yeah, I agree. Because Annabelle, I, I still, you know, I still haven't seen Annabelle two. I still haven't seen the Nun. I, I, I seen, plan on it. Yeah. I haven't seen the Nun. I haven't seen Annabelle comes home. Annabelle is two, that I the third one? Yeah, it's the third one. Okay. And and they're in it for just like a brief second. My problem with the Nun. Even though I haven't seen it. My problem is that I don't want to see it because all I've read about it is that they just go for jump scares and very little on storytelling, and I'm not into that movie. That That's basically a worse version of Insidious, which I already don't like. So, like, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's been hit or miss. Like, Annabelle 2 was really good. Annabelle 1 was okay. It was just kind of a letdown from, you know, Annabelle's... Uh, Annabelle 1 was a big letdown for me, but I've heard nothing but good things about Annabelle 2. I just haven't gotten to it. And, and like, you look at the nun, and the nun looks like it'd be a fucking scarier character than, you know... And, and I don't know. We'll see. Like, I watched The Curse of La, 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 La Llorona. Yeah. You know, that, that was another miss. It wasn't, yeah. It was just kind of like... Again, if you don't have a good story, don't try to to just make something to make money. Right. No, I agree. Um, Alright, moving along. God, there's a bunch of movies here you probably haven't seen. Uh, the Pact 2? I have not seen The Pact 2. I really like the first one. Uh, it's a little bit more... The one thing I, I can say about The Pact 2 is that they involve the blind girl. I can't think of her name. But... I want to say Stevie, but I don't know. Um... I, the pack two just wasn't. It was a li- pretty much more of the same, but lesser, as most sequels are. So, um, a big franchise that neither one of us had on our list. No surprise. Uh, and I'll just ask you this: the best of the franchise, Paranormal Activity. What would you say is the best? <sighs> I got three. I. Uh, yeah, three. Like I don't. I I might like if we're looking f- talking about from like a scariest perspective. Yeah, I, I would say maybe one just because it was fresh. But sure. Probably the best. Yeah, probably three. Three was the best overall story that tied together the first yeah, two. Yeah, they did. They did a good job of tying together. Yeah. The three movies. And by the time after that, they just were stretching for a lot. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know if there's more than just part two, but Pumpkinhead. Yeah, they've done a bunch of them. Okay, I've only seen part one and two, so. Uh, I all I remember, really, from two is there was a scene where the girl was having a dream and like Pumpkinhead was tried to like molest her in a bed, and I was like, yeah, probably not. Um, the first one, I liked a lot. It was. A decently strong story. I mean, and it was Stan Winston's directing debut. Uh, I find Pumpkinhead, again, he was one of those monsters that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and not so scary now. And again, like we to bring it back full circle for what we talked about tonight, like Lance Henriksen, you know, one of his first starring above the credit roles. And for me, like 
pumpkin heads kind of become like children of the corn where yeah i'm sure there's good ones further down the line but there are so many of the the weak ones in the middle that you're just kind of like why am i bother subjecting myself to this to get there yeah it's a tough tough pill to swallow uh i agree uh okay um pet cemetery 2 with clancy brown and edward furlong i see i did not like the original Pet Cemetery, and I liked Pet Cemetery 2 a lot. <laughs> this is the police. Come out with your hands up. Like, I fucking love that line. Um, Man, we need a nun walking behind you ringing a bell right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, I didn't see the first one until I was older, and like... You, you look at the special effects now and, like, the fucking little giggling fucking puppet doesn't fucking scare me. Oh, yeah. It, it, I, okay, so yesterday, I think it was, I had this talk with Eric. I'm like, if you think about it, or if you really think about it, as much as we love 80s movies, 70s movies still hold up significantly better because in the 80s is when they were trying out all these different special effects so 80s movies hold up worse than 70s movies in their own odd way because 70s had to focus on story you know and god the 80s is a tough if you didn't live through it I can't imagine being a kid right now and trying to go back and watching 80s movies and taking anything seriously Uh, you know there are a lot of things in the 80s that, that held up well um like, I want to say, like, compare animation in the 80s to the 70s, and I think it's fucking leaps and bounds ahead. Huge. Yes. Um, you know, th- like, I think 80s comedies hold up much better than 70s comedies. So do action films. Well, some of them. Some of them, you know, are, were fucking super fucking cheesy, because like you said, they were more worried about the special effects and whatnot than they were about the story. You know, that's, it's, 70s were a lot grittier, 80s were a lot more hopeful, I think. And 90s was about the explosions. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not going to lie, like, 90s I really think was our decade, and I fucking miss a lot of, like, the shit. Like, when they come out with a movie and they're like, yeah, you know, this, this would have been, like, a great 90s flick and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Got that right. Right, like, yeah, you you become the guardian for for that. You, yeah, I, I get you. I but yeah, I love like, '90s stuff, man. <laughs> there there is a lot of problems with like horror in the '80s. The stuff that wasn't good was fucking super cheesy. And like, you look at like a lot of the special effects and stuff for the stuff that didn't work, and you're like, yeah, that was just fucking bad. Oh my god, I'm just realizing something that I knew I was going to forget something on the list. And, okay, in all fairness, I can forgive myself because I don't consider Gremlins a true horror movie, but it would have been on my list somewhere. Just Gremlins too. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Did you see the Key and Peele skit? No. Dude, alright. Key and Peele do a Gremlins 2 skit. You have to watch it. I'll I'll find it for you while we're talking. Okay. <laughs> like you get done watching it, you're gonna be like, okay, that's exactly how that movie came to be. Fair enough. Um, all right. Wreck. 
or as we know it, as Quarantine here. I've but. seen I've seen Wreck, and I've seen Quarantine, and I've never seen the sequels. So um, that's that's one like I've heard nothing but good things about. I just you know when I sit down to watch a movie, I'm never like, oh shit, I should watch Wreck too. Wreck it, yeah. If you're gonna watch Wreck, you should watch Wreck and then Wreck Two because, like Halloween One and Two, it's a direct continuation the same night. So like, it pays off rather than you know going months in between, and then Part Three and Four, whatever. Part Four I really liked, but Part Three I didn't. Um, And Quarantine Two I didn't like. Um, Wolf Creek. Uh, I've never seen the sequel. I've seen the first one. Uh, the sequel, Mick Taylor, is just fucking nuts. And there's some good to that, and there's some bad to that. And it depends on your love of that character, whether you're going to really be into part two, or if you're going to say this is way too over the top. That, that's gotcha. how I look at it. Um, Okay. Now, I think it was Dom, uh, one of the ones that he nominated, and I sat there and I, I was thinking about it. I was like, no, there wasn't any good sequels, despite there being six movies. Wrong turn. I, you know, I liked the first one a lot, especially because the main hero's name was Chris, so uh, that automatically gives it a plus in, you know, at least one point up in my book. You egotistical son of a bitch. Uh, I'm sure if, like, there was a, a Kent... You know, you'd be like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. There is a film called Clown, and the main character is named Kent, and it's a fabulous movie just because of that. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, like, it was definitely, you know, like, of its time and of its, you know, but I, th- I thought the, the hillbillies were interesting, and, you know, like, um, the chicks were hot. Uh, so, yeah, it worked for me. I've never seen any of the sequels. I saw on a couple lists where people were putting like Wrong Turn Two, and I think maybe Wrong Turn Five. I saw on one of them, but I don't. I mean, like, where do you go? Uh, well, you go back in time, I think, in Part Five to the origin story. In Part Six, I can't. Part Six may be in the future. I'll say this though: whatever you do, just remember, don't watch Part Four. It is still one of my top five lowest rated films I've ever done. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and you know how much shit I have seen. I Bad do. shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I knew this one would be a good topic. Um, and I don't know why I'm just getting to it now, but that's okay. Pacing ourselves. The Child's Play franchise. I. We, okay, so we had this talk... Wednesday, uh, me, Tom, and Kaylee, we talked about if you're going to say what the best sequel of that franchise is, do you go Bride of Chucky or do you go Child's Play 2? And we did have a chat and we agreed it was Bride of Chucky, but I'm curious where you go with this. I think I would have to go Bride of Chucky, but yeah, like, I don't know, a Child's Play was never one of my uh, super big horror franchises. Like, I never felt like, oh man, I'm missing out on not watching a child's play movie. You know, it, to be perfectly honest, if we go into the killer killer dolls thing, I think like Full Moon did it better, scarier with the uh, Puppet Master, right? Yeah, exactly, Puppet yeah. Master. 
Yeah, I got shamed by Eric because he's like, have you ever done Puppet Master? I'm like, no, I've only ever seen the first one. Oh my god. See, and like I was... Puppet Master 3 might have come close to making the list too because that was kind of where it turned it around and made... That was kind of like the defining moment for the franchise because like the first one is just like, okay, puppets kill a bunch of people. second one was kind of like, puppets kill more people. And then the third one was kind of where they're like, okay, the puppets aren't necessarily evil. You know, they... They were created to kill Nazis, kind of thing. All right, I have a legit question here because I get this, I get flack a lot, and I'm questioning where you stand on this. I get a lot of shit from people that are like, "Oh, you've never seen so and so horror movie, usually from the fucking '80s," and I say no. And yes, we we talk a lot about horror. I mean. We're not the smartest when it comes to horror, but we're very knowledgeable. Simultaneously, like, does anybody know, like, all the movies of a specific genre? Because I'm constantly getting shit for having not seen any number of horror films. I find it weird. Like, nobody's... Do you find that weird? (laughs) I mean, it, it all depends on what you do with your time. Like... We have it lucky. We have it. Oh yeah, that too. Mm, shit, fuck. We <laughs> we have it lucky now, and that so much of what's out there is in some kind of archival, you know, area. Yeah. But but like, think back to the eighties. Like, if you didn't see it when it came out, you know, like say pre nineteen eighty six. If you didn't see it when it came out, you had to wait until like what. It fucking showed up on HBO, maybe. If you were lucky, maybe if once in a lucky. while. Yeah. It would be on like a, a network channel on like the weekend at like 8 o'clock. It, yeah, if you were lucky, it'd be on like USA Up All Night, TNT's Monster Vision, or WXXA on the weekend matinee. If you were, yeah, that was about it. And, um, you know, with, with VHS, you know, yeah, then it started becoming easier to see. But still, like, um, if it was something that you didn't hear about or didn't know about when it came out or weren't allowed to watch for whatever reason, uh, you know, it's not like digital now where you can automatically just store the final print of the film. You know, like, how many of these movies, you know, especially obscure ones from the 80s, never got, you know, transfer to DVD or Blu-ray or what have you. In which case, you're still trying to track down something that fucking hard as hell to find. I mean, shit. Like we were just talking about Feast. The only place that it's available for streaming is if you uh, you buy it on Amazon. You know, like it's not Netflix. It's not on Hulu. It's not on any of the easy streaming packages. Right. There, there's a lot that's just missed nowadays because it's not available as readily and. I mean, Christ, there's only so much time in your life, like, that I'm willing to devote to horror movies because there's an equal amount of time I want to spend on video games. Uh, You know, so along the same line, how many video games that are really good have you never played but are big name games, you know? I, f- I feel it's the same thing, you, you know? Like, there's a ton of AAA games that I've never once played because there's only a finite amount of time that you can divulge to any one hobby or desire or whatever you want to call it. 
I mean, uh, it's the only movie I really get upset when people tell me they've never seen is Big Trouble in Little China, and then I beat them and make them watch it. But outside of that, I mean, it's no, you should never look down at somebody for not seeing something. I mean, if if they haven't seen it, hey, guess what? You now you've made a suggestion to them, and you can be their hero when they fucking love it as much as you do, or you can be the villain when they f- don't like it. Yeah. Did Eric tell you to say that? Uh, no, why? God damn Because. Yeah, just had this conversation yesterday. I have never seen it, and he's like, what's wrong with you? So You've never seen Big Trouble in Little China? No, so I guess I'm going to get my ass beat. <sighs> if, if I was physically close to you <laughs> right now, okay. it's it's my favorite movie ever. Okay. Okay. I, I accept that, and you know what? And now that I've built it up so much, you're going to watch it, and you're going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? No, but that's fine. At least I suggested it to you. I'm 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 going to take the time to even note it and see if I actually own it because that's if, fifty fifty. If you if you get a chance after you watch it, you have to listen to the commentary with uh, Kurt Russell and John Carpenter because they get drunk while they're doing it. That's the only way to really do <laughs> the commentary. <laughs> it's awesome. They're like. He's in the middle of talking about the movie. They're like, "Oh yeah, how's Garrett's fucking uh, baseball going?" He's like, "Oh, he's like six and zero for the, the season." Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, now that I think about it, now I now I know who Garrett Russell is because he's it, an actor now. Ah, all right. Um, that was one group of films. Now I'm going to hit a small patch of what I labeled as Terabad. Um, for sequels at least Blair Witch because there was Book of Shadows and then the movie that was just called Blair Witch I haven't seen the new one Book of Shadows was shit okay good we agreed we we've already discussed Sinister 2 way too much we've shared our opinions it sucked compared to the first one there's not much to say yeah I mean I didn't dislike it but from from one I hold on a pedestal to that big drop. Okay, here's one. Tactically two, um, because there was the remake. Uh, Hills have eyes one and two. I haven't seen the remakes. The original ones, I was like, eh, they're okay. I mean, they. I think you know, going in that kind of genre, then like uh, Texas Chainsaw just blows them out of the, the water. So. Yeah, I think it was a cool concept. Probably in the 70s, I would have fucking blown my load seeing it, but now it's just... Eh. Um, Joyride, there's three of them. I've only seen the first one. That's all you need to see. Um, although I will say, I think it's in part three. There's a truck driver, I believe, that uh, over-exaggerates the term circus boobs. When my When my wife wants to get me creeped out, she starts doing the whole... Strawberry shortcake. Yeah, she does the voice. Uh, <laughs> candy cane. Candy, yeah, candy cane. I'm like, come on, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, vacancy. As far as I know, there was only one sequel. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Don't. The sequel. Yeah. Um, all right. Big franchise. Little payoff, as far as I'm concerned. And that wasn't a short joke, but we're talking about Leprechaun. Yeah, I uh, I skipped most of them. The I the first one was like 
so cheesy to me that I was never bothered going back to see any of the sequels. Has it ever perplexed you that how like there's been what six, seven, eight of seven or eight of them have been made now? I think it's up to eight Leprechaun films. Does it ever perplex you that a film that wasn't ever really that good to begin with has that many sequels? It, it well, it always makes me wonder like where the the line has to be in like I don't want to say exploitation movies because it's not an exploitation movie, but you know like where you can make something that cheap and it's going to make money and allow you to continue making more of them. You know, same thing with like for me like Wishmaster. Like I didn't think it was right. You know, and you see, you know, even a couple of them get made, and then you look at certain things and you're like that's a fucking great movie that lends itself to a sequel and it's never going to get made so yeah yeah all right um see no evil only one sequel which one was that see no evil had kane the wrestler i haven't seen it no okay Okay. i know which one you're talking about um okay uh american psycho 2 with shatner and mila kunis Did I answer you? I I started watching like in the middle of it. I was like, this is so engrossing and so bad. I was like, nope, I don't want to waste my time. I'm going to get mad. So um, I just recently purchased it for $2, though. So I'm going to have to watch it. I might consider that $2 poorly spent. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, sure. Um, all right. We were just talking about kind of semi-exploitation films. I feel like this almost falls in that category. Human Centipede. I uh, I have never watched any of them. I have never wanted to see a person poop in another person's mouth. So. Oh, you don't know. You're missing out on it. I can't speak to any. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh... Human Centipede One's okay because there's actually like a story at the forefront of it, um, despite the gross factor. Um, but beyond that, uh, that franchise goes so far downhill from a already downhill premise, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, um, what about Houses That October Built? I have not seen them. I unfortunately had the the thing spoiled for me. Gotcha. So from what I understand, the second one completely undoes the first one. The second one is such, such a blemish, because the first one was semi-tolerable, and they could have followed up with something even better, and instead, they just shit all over it at the end. And it was like, why? Why was this the direction that you took this in? And there's there's clear cut reason why there's not a part three. That that's about the best I can say without spoiling it. But that ending shit. Utterly shit. Um so moving along because now I'm actually angry. That movie makes me angry, believe it or not. Um Jeepers Creepers. I like the first one a lot. I hated the second one. The third one is so much worse than the second one, and I don't like the second one at all. Um, Last Exorcism, only one sequel. I never saw the sequel. If 
Alright, I loved the first one, and the second one was so... The second one kind of reminded me of the same disconnect that Blair Witch Project and Book of Shadows had between each other. A, a big disconnect. That's how I... Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Mirrors 2. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, well, we are... I hadn't, I hadn't seen Mirrors until you uh, we had watched, had me watch it a couple... Right. Last year? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, we discussed Quarantine. Uh, Tales from the Hood 2. Never seen it. Uh, Strangers. I haven't seen that. I heard that that is one of the worst horror movies ever, though, the sequel. Yep. yep. I love the first one. You know, like, I think they did a really good job of making a fucking creepy movie with like relatively few deaths. Yeah, they made a very tense movie, and then the second one was vilely bad and not only that but i really heard that they ruined like using uh total clips of a heart as a fucking song in a horror movie did you read my blog because i feel like you're just regurgitating it (laughs) i do read your blog but uh you're not the only person who said that okay well that's nice to know that other people get as angry as i do I'm happy about that. I mean, that's just such a fucking perfect song to fucking hit and delay, especially something where, like, somebody's fucking cutting a heart out or something. Oh, my God. It, the whole turnaround, if you do that in a fun house, in a horror movie, like, they could have done that in the film Hellfest, um, which wasn't that good, but it took place. Like, they could have done something in Hellfest or any other amusement park setting. No. They just misused that song. Terribly. So, um, VHS. Uh, like I said, I hadn't, when we talked about it earlier, I haven't seen the. Okay. Oh no, you didn't talk about VHS. You talked about ABC. But yeah, no, I haven't seen VHS 2 either. Don't. Um, all right, something we didn't really touch on too much was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I believe we talked about from, you know, 30 seconds maybe, but. Uh, I haven't seen all. I've seen, like. I've seen one uh three maybe with uh fred williamson and vigo or the one with mcconaughey and renee zellweger or the one with dennis hopper i've seen the one with mcconaughey and that's part four okay so i haven't seen two or three uh i didn't i didn't see the remake so like i I don't. I mean, I don't know. I like. I like. It's but it's not. It's kind of like Friday the Thirteenth for me. And like, it's. I don't dislike them, but I don't. It's not like I'm going to search them out to go watch them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you on that. Okay. Um. All right. We're going to move on to the final chapter of my list. Um, These are movies that I thought of, but I simply haven't seen them. And I was just going to try to get some quick thoughts from you if you had seen them. Um, You already touched on Dr. Sleep. Um, I'm going to take some shit from people... This is this is my embarrassing part because I haven't seen most of these movies here, or I've seen the original, not the sequels. Uh, Ghoulies. Anything? I, I have no, I haven't seen it. I remember the cover from Video World in the fucking eighties uh, and early nineties, but I just yeah, yeah. 
Okay. House. Yes. Uh, all right. So I saw you guys talking about that today. Um, house one and house two remind me of Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Okay. Or maybe more like a jump from Evil Dead to Army of Darkness. Okay. I've never, I've never seen House Four. And House 3, I'm pretty sure you've seen it, was renamed as Shocker when it was released. As in the one, the, the film one Shocker? Brian, yeah, the film Shocker with Brian, uh, was it Brian James? Oh, okay. Yeah. We're not talking about the one Wes Craven Shocker, then. Uh, hold on, I think it might have, yeah, I think it might have been. Really? Let me see if it's the right one. Because I know Brian James was in, or whatever his name was, he was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah Wes Craven, yeah. Shocker was originally supposed to be House 3. Oh my gosh, okay. I, I did not know that, I don't think, so... So, like, the first one uh, stars... George Wendt. Uh, Nicky Cat. He was the real American hero. I don't yeah. know if you remember that TV show. Believe it or not. Yeah. And um, he was in uh, Vietnam, and his platoon sergeant, his squad leader, I don't know, they don't really go into it, uh, was played by Richard Maul from, from Night Shift. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gets captured and killed by the, the Viet Cong. And he comes back and he writes uh, horror stories, and he ends up becoming a successful writer. And he's living in his grandmother's, I don't remember whose fucking antique house, and his son disappears. And, you know, ends up killing his marriage, and, yeah, I don't remember if they thought he got killed or kidnapped or whatever, but it turns out that, you know, his dead platoon sergeant or whatever kidnaps him because this house is like a psychic conduit. So he comes back as a ghost, kidnaps his son, and it's all. He moves back in years later, and it's all about. Yeah, you know, George Wendt plays his neighbor. It does not hold up anywhere near. I, like I love the movie in the eighties. There was a decent mix of horror, but it was still scary. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. Like the special effects are bad, the acting was bad, the script is bad. House Two went way more in on the the comedy almost to the point where there really wasn't that much horror in it at all. And in a uh, uh, kind of a cool twist, instead of George Went, they had... Um, John Ratzenberger, Cruz. right? Yeah, he was in it. He had a cameo. Yeah. And um, House 2 still holds up pretty well as a, a comedy. But um, not so much as a horror movie. So, oh. like... It, that that was one of the reasons why it didn't make my make my list because it was just like it, there's almost like nothing to tie it to a horror movie. Do you know what I mean? Like the one dude that they try to make scary really isn't scary. I gotcha. Okay. okay. Wow. Got a lot more dialogue from from my bottom list than I anticipated. I'm happy about this. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if you like this franchise, but you know I don't. Uh, Insidious. I do. I like it a lot. Um, 
But again, I think the first one was the strongest. Like, I haven't seen the last one yet, although I have it. Um, the last was, key or something, right? Yeah, the the last key. Uh, that was uh, one of the things that like really popped Lin Shay back into. And then I, as I was going back through older movies and other, I'm like, holy shit, she's in fucking a ton of shit. Yeah, Lin Shay. Oh god, she's she's amazing. Um, but none of them were good enough to merit consideration for the list, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, like, the first one, I think, was the scariest. The second one, I liked a lot, too, but it was nowhere near scary. It, it, you know, it, I liked the fleshing out that it did. And then, like, I really felt like it should have, not that the third one was bad, and the fourth one I haven't watched, so I can't count, but, like, I hate when they do like movie movie and then they run out of plot so now we have to do a prequel. Right, yeah. To try to continue the franch milking the franchise. I mean the only thing that has me excited about like if they do a future one was the fact that they said uh like they wanna throw Bagul as a character into a future insidious. Okay. Hmm. All right. Which I could, that would, I would like, I would pay to see that, and I would hope it would be good, but probably not. All right, another big one that neither of us had on our list, and this will potentially upset some people. Hellraiser. I just um, okay, so I haven't seen the last couple, but Hellraiser three, no. Hellraiser two was okay and like you said it was one of those ones where it was a direct sequel but I just you know, I recently watched the first two and I'm they, they don't hold up like I get where it could have been scary when it came out I get where like the the attempt was but they just they don't hold up the special effects aren't anywhere near as good the story is yeah I, I don't know I think they're much better Clive Barker uh horror movies out there I, I really want to see them get remade with somebody with vision I, I really want to see it done I I think if it's remade right I think I could really get into the franchise but as it currently is I don't have that nostalgia effect like there's no nostalgia for it so just basing it off of a movie as it is I don't really care much for the franchise so um, Critters. I remember watching Critters 1 and Critters 2. I don't remember any of the ones after that. I enjoyed them, but... I, I remember the box for Critters because it was like the classic black box like Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. Karate Kid and so many others. <laughs> you know, but... Um, or not... Maybe Karate Kid was not the right example. My bad. Um, anyway... Uh, Howling. I've only seen part one. Really liked it. Never seen the sequels. You? Uh, I think I've seen two as well. Uh, like, yeah, I heard a lot of good things about the Howling movies when I was growing up. Like, if I remember correctly, the Howling 3 takes place in a circus, and it's like a vampire versus a werewolf kind of thing. So, like, that right there sounds intriguing. 
I think one of them takes place in Australia. But, like, when I finally watched, was old enough to have watched the first one, I was just like, oh, this is kind of so corny that I'm not enjoying it. And yet a million times better than The Fog. Uh, okay, yeah, I won't take away that one. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like getting my digs in on The Fog. I just, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, although I don't have this on the list. Uh, somebody brought up Carrie, and so I was thinking, like, Carrie 2, The Rage, or The Rage, Carrie 2, whatever. I didn't even think that movie was good, unless to merit being on the list. What about you? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> and, and like, if you go by the story, you know, with Carrie, you know, like, there should no be, or shouldn't, not Shinobi, <laughs> Shinobi, there shouldn't be a are, sequel. Are we yeah, playing this on the Sega that. here? <laughs> Everybody should be dead. I mean, so, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Amdeville. I've only seen the original and the remake, and as much as I like Ryan Reynolds, I did not like the remake at all. It never fit right, or it didn't feel right to me. So, did you see any sequels? Uh, I watched, yeah, I saw the original, I saw the remake. It wasn't, it just felt derivative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It it wasn't bad. It just felt like. This didn't need. To, it could have been called anything, and it would have been the same effect. You know, like, uh, yeah, just generic haunted horror, haunted house movie. I, I I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds just needed to get a film out done in his contract, and uh, yeah, that just happened. So, okay, uh, <laughs> I've never seen any but Warlock. The first one I really liked a lot. Uh, see, like, the second one, maybe even the third one, feel like something I would have watched back, you know, like when my mom worked at Video World and she could get movies for free. But if I did, they, I'd, I'd have no fucking remembrance of them. Okay. Um, Jaws. I like Jaws. I love Jaws. I have a soft spot in my heart for Jaws 3. Because that was the one that was on HBO all the time when I was a kid, and I really am a big Dennis Quaid fan. Uh, I don't remember anything about Jaws two, and Jaws: The Revenge was fucking bad. Yeah, I think I've seen all like the sequels all just once. Like I asked my mom to keep renting them because she showed me the first one, and so I was intrigued. And every time I was just more and more disappointed. Um, actually, I just. Within the past month on a sports radio show that I like, uh, one of the people had the gall to say that Jaws is a movie that doesn't hold up, and I was just like, no, that's actually a movie that holds up incredibly well, aside from, you know, the scare factor of, you know, obviously... Ignore the, the special effects and just look at it as a movie, and, like, it's not just a good horror movie, it's a good movie like it's structured so well like you can definitely see why steven spielberg is renowned as one of the best directors ever right i, I was shocked and appalled that show that i liked actually called out jaws i was like oh all right um tremors i was gonna ask if that was gonna be on your list i like the first one uh the second one like 
uh, started going super downhill. The third one was about the last one I watched because I was like, this is turning into just a shit franchise and I've never seen any of the ones past it. But, like, as somebody I, I was watching said, uh, like, you have to hold it to a... Give it to a, a franchise that's willing to let, like, Michael Gross, you know, headline, like, Tremors 5 fucking back in act or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. Right. And was just, it, like, a sci-fi d- original at that point? Yeah, just dig into it, like, owning it. Um, I just actually had to look this one up to make sure that there was a sequel, but I think there's only Chud 1 and Chud 2. I've never seen either. Uh, I remember being scared of the idea of Chud when I was younger, but I've seen the first one, I don't remember it, and I don't think I've ever seen the sequel. Fair enough. Uh, if I, if I did see them, I don't recall them, so, um... This one was a weird choice. I never understood how they even made sequels. When they remade I Spit on Your Grave, they then made a part two and a three. I didn't have, even know. They, I don't remember them remaking it. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, there's Hellraiser a second time. God damn it. Um, okay, Poltergeist. I was going to ask you, I don't remember them like I I saw the remake and I was just like eh but I don't remember the originals to remember like I remember liking Poltergeist 2 and 3 as a kid but I don't remember like I haven't seen them in long enough to know if they hold up yeah I'm of the same mindset it's been too long since I saw part 2 and 3 I still haven't seen the remake because every time I go to start watching I'm like it's going to disappoint me wildly I feel and see, it's sad because I fucking love Sam Rockwell, and I was disappointed by the movie. Sam Rockwell's a fucking—he's—he's he's awesome. Yeah, love him. Um, by the way, th- he uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it was. Good movie. Woody Harrelson never disappoints me. I'm I'm so pleasantly surprised by how far Woody Harrelson came from, like the first thing I saw when he was. Woody and cheer. Woody, cheer. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he just nails it every time, and I feel Rockwell, by and large, nails it. And Frances McDermott, when she gives a good role that she sink her teeth into, it, it, that, that movie was really good. So I'm recommending it. It's not horror, but just a good movie. Okay. Uh, not many more to go here, but Mimic? I... I hate insects so fucking much and some of the ones at the top are praying mantises and roaches that movie scared the shit out of me I've never gone back and rewatched it and I have never seen the sequels so uh, yes okay Um, I had uh, they my soldiers used to know that I hated insects they like used to chase me around with praying mantis like I almost shot a couple of them (laughs) fair enough Um, all right. The the next three all kind of go hand in hand here, but uh, the Grudge. Uh, I saw the Grudge. I never saw the Grudge too. Did they do a remake of the Grudge? Oh yeah, they just yeah, did a remake. They too. just I did haven't it. seen the remake either. So yeah, that just hit digital. Okay. Um, the Eye. I don't think I've seen it. Okay. Um and. 
The Ring? Yeah, I've I've seen the first one. I've never seen Ring Ring Two or Rings or Ringu Two or I don't know if they ever made another one after Ringu Two. They also had like Sadako versus uh, whatever the the Grudge versus the Ring, basically. I haven't seen that. Um, <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Um, and it it looks silly as hell to the point where I think it's going to be pure bliss when I actually watch it. Um, interestingly enough, you know how much I love The Ring. I'm terrified to watch Ring 2 because I think I'm just going to be so disappointed. I've heard um, some good things, though, like that made a couple lists for for best, you know, best uh, 10 sequels. So you were checking out lists for best sequels, and you called me a cheater for asking for opinions. Because I didn't go to other people for opinions. I just, you know, I used my own internet typing. Uh, okay. Um, and because I can't go and ask the same people afterwards after you've asked them. Uh, um, Silent Hill. Uh, first one I liked, second one was kind of garbage. I felt really felt really bad for Kit Harrington as that being like his first movie movie. And was it was him and Sean Bean, right? Or yes. Well, yeah, they were both in it. You know, yeah, Sean Bean yeah. was was just in it for a minute. That, um, it was slow. I, what little bit I saw of it, I was just like, I can't get like into they, it. They they had a cool scene where like the new monster got into a fight with um, Pyramid Head, but other than that, it was just kind of like the first one was a really good video game horror adaptation and the second one was just kind of like yeah we're gonna try to make some money out of squeeze some money out of this franchise yeah i think they blew their load and had they done it right i think that could have been just as big as resident evil because silent hill one is a really really strong horror movie i feel um but i'm basically about as strong as Resident Evil as far as I'm concerned, as far as a movie goes. But, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, here's one that I really want to see the sequel at the very least, but I've never seen any of them. Psycho. Uh, yeah. I've never seen any of the Psycho sequels either. I think there are two? Four. There's four. four. Holy shit. I, rem- I remember two and three came out when I was a kid and I never saw them. Oh wait, let me say. Let me rephrase that. There's parts two, three, and four. There's not a five. Okay. okay. Well, then there's the remake, which was yeah. yeah the re- I saw that in the theater. That was the first time I actually saw Psycho, and the, at that point, like, I had to be convinced to go back and watch the original. I don't know, I was stubborn at the time, and then I watched this original. I was like, I was afraid. It's kind of like. Alright, you know if you hear a song the first time, even if it's a remake, to you, that's the f- original. That's the original time yeah, you heard it. Yeah. That was my fear with Psycho, but, you know, even though it was basically a shot-for-shot remake, I still preferred the original. So. Yes. Um, okay, Prom Night. Uh, I've never seen him. Okay. Uh, 14 Cameras. Never seen him. Okay, uh, from Dust Till Dawn. The first one is a fucking classic. I didn't like the second one, and I never saw the third one. Yeah, I haven't seen either any of the sequels. Uh, Prophecy, another one that I know nothing about other than walking. All right. 
I've seen one, two, and three. I don't know if they continued making them. Each one was a completely different movie. Like, one is actually... I always forget about it until somebody brings it up, but it's it's an underrated horror movie. Really good. Um, two kind of threw some fucking action in there and, and a love story. And it was okay. It was pretty good. And then three, like, kind of jumped the rails. So, I, I mean, if they kept making them, I haven't seen any of the ones past it, but... I think it would be like that would definitely be a fun afternoon for you to watch him. I, interestingly enough, I have, and I don't know why this is a thing that I have, but I have a DVD set that is all the Hellraisers and all the prophecies in one box set. I yeah yeah I don't know why that would be a thing either, but yeah I I saw and I was like I've got to have this even though I don't. I just had to have it. It was like it was only like twelve dollars, dude. So I was like, yeah, of course I'm getting it. So, uh, okay, Lost Boys. I have never seen any of the sequels. I love the original. Yep, I don't want it tainted. He said taint. Thank you. And finally, Omen. Uh. I've seen I've seen the omen, I've seen Damien. I don't remember Damien very well and I you know I can't I don't think I is there omen 3? There's four four of them. Yeah. I I don't remember 3 or 4 if I've seen them. And the remake was also garbage. So yeah, too bad cuz I really like Liv Schreiber as well. So. Yeah, yeah, that that was a problem. So so, yeah, that wraps up the hours that I put in. Uh, just I, racking my brain. I didn't even, like, do any searches online. Like, I really just racked my brain, looked through my website to come up with everything that I could think of. And then all the, you know, stupid comments from people saying, oh, you've never seen this, what's wrong with you? So that's what how all this list came together. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's good to see that, realistically, I think, if, if I look at your list, almost your entire list made my list with the exception of, like, two movies, three, three movies. So, uh, I, I'll, I'll know, like, I, this, I, I had a lot of fun with this. This was actually one of my most favorite groupings that we've done. Yeah, it was um it was wasn't easy for some of them, but some of them where I was like, yeah, you know, I even though I don't talk about it all the time, definitely hit the list. Uh and then some of them were just like fucking yeah, okay, this is definitely going to make my list. Right. Yeah, I I I like this enough to the point where I kind of I don't know. I'm going to write it up as a blog as well, and if you want to add any comments to your top 10, by all means, if not, I'm just going to post it as whatever. But yeah, no problem. I, I actually think it. I think it was a, a good discussion, and I'm looking forward to the saw discussion we have. So, so that'll be June. We just got to figure out July and August. Then September we have. You know, for anybody that's still listening, we may as well let them in on uh, 
I don't know. Some like insight. I mean, we're what? gonna yeah, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. We're gonna talk about the top ten best horror video games instead of movies. And come October, are we going to do top ten horror icons? Was that a thing? Yeah, that sounds good. I okay. mean, if that's not gonna swamp you. Nope. Nope. I, I'm just chilling now, so uh, I'll be good. And so we just got, you know, between you know now and the next podcast, we'll come up with two more ideas for uh, July and August. And, you know, this, this is going to be a pretty good year, because if the Saw one goes well, I could see us definitely talking about another franchise down the road. And I, I do think the Saw one's going to be pretty damn fun. So one last question for you. Okay. I just just saw it recently. Uh, have you seen it, Chapter Two yet? No, and I said I was going to, and I will definitely have it watched by the next time we do this podcast. Yeah, I, w- I really want to pick your brain on what you thought of the different. Well, not necessarily differences, but like comparing and contrasting Part One and Part Two. Did it feel like two very different things, or no? No, I didn't, and I. Like I liked it a lot, and I know a lot of people like loved the first one and kind of shit on the second one. So I'm wondering like where the the anger came from. You know what I mean? I, I, I my guess is that probably. I mean, if you think about the original, it, more people liked the first half than the second half. Even though the second half had, you know, the adult talent that was good. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. People are fickle and it's kind of like that, you know, you get that initial rush, that initial sugar rush. And by the end of it, that sugar rush has died off and then you're just in there like, I have a stomach ache and I'm angry. So that's what I'm attributing, even though I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So I'll be interested to hear your opinion. And I'm going to do Dr. Sleep and... I don't know. There's a few other ones I really want to watch, but I gotta get access to them. Like, I really want to see, uh... Fuck, now I'm just... It's not Shivers, it's, uh, Rabid. I want to see the remake of Rabid, because I really like the original one. Um, and the sisters that made Hellevator remade Rabid, and it got pretty bad reviews, but I still want to see it. Um... I'm kind of waiting for Antlers. I know nothing about antlers. Looks kind of like a Wendigo story. Ooh. Uh, with with um, Guillermo like, uh, producing. Nice. Uh, oh, God. You know, I didn't ask you the most obvious question yet. Have you watched Tiger King? I have not. Watched, I've been, <laughs> I have been forcing myself not to watch Tiger King because so many people have been watching Tiger King. But one of the things that I have had spoiled for me is like the whole plot of Tiger King because so many people are talking about Tiger King. I mean, I do have to say that Nicolas Cage, if that they go forward with that movie that they're talking about making, like dressed up like that fucking dude looks like Joe Exotic looks like fucking the dude. I'm like, wow. That movie's going to garner some opening weekend curiosity money and probably overall be a profit, but goddamn, that movie's going to be terrible, and I can't wait for it. Um, Carol absolutely killed her husband. I just like saying that because it's funny. And, uh, oh no, it, that was, it, 
I can't say it was bad. It wasn't good though. It it was just it was addicting. It was it was the epitome of opening up a, a thing of Oreos and next thing you know you've ate that whole damn thing of Oreos and you just like God damn it, that's horrible. Like that's Tiger King wrapped up. It's Oreos. Just a quick question. Have you seen either of uh, Mandy or the Colorado Space? No, I have. No, Mandy's on something. Shudder, maybe. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know. What the hell? What was the other one? The Colorado Space? No. I've never even heard of it. It's um, it's a Lovecraft uh movie made with Nicolas Cage and it was directed by the guy who as far as I know the only thing he did was the island of Dr. Moreau before he bowed out of that in the middle of it oh okay Okay. Um, honestly the last Nick Cage thing I saw was Mom and Dad which I thoroughly enjoyed and I don't know I don't even feel guilty about it I liked it (laughs) Yeah, I, I know a lot of people said both of them were good which is why I was curious because I've heard nothing because. but good things about Mandy. Like, I, I I don't know what to expect, but yeah, it's that's on my October radar. Just not anytime soon. October. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, gotta save some heavy hitters for October. So I'm slowly just whittling down some things that I really just want to see for my own purposes, and that's kind of why I'm trying to go through like. If I can get through some of the 2019 movies I really want to see and then save some of the horror for fall time, I'll feel a little bit better. So, just taking it slow. Gotcha. Um, and, hell, I still haven't finished The Stand yet. I started that a month ago. <laughs> so. Oh, Jude. And let me tell you, for anybody that reads that, I apologize because that is some long-winded Kent talking and reminiscing about some random-ass shit type of blog. It's it's fun read, but it's long. Not going to deny it. So, uh, With that being said, I think we've given the audience a really nice bonus episode. And this was nice because it wasn't really structured. It was very uh, off-the-cuff, which... From what I've heard, feedback-wise, people prefer this over a structured environment. Well, that's good. I have a hard time not doing a structured environment, though. Like, that, that to me is a little bit more difficult, because I'm always worried about trying to keep the content going and flowing and being fresh. But, uh, you know, we have good chemistry enough to be able to do what we do. And, yeah, so... Um, one other question. Go ahead. Are you familiar with the cast of The Quick and the Dead? Uh, yes. Why? It's just an amazing cast. Like, I'm not sure if I've seen a ca- Like, that's one of the top 25 best cast films. I mean... Have you, have you ever read Bruce Campbell's biography, If Chins Could Kill? Uh, is that the one? No, I have Hail to the Chin. Okay, he talks about um, like showing up just on set to visit uh, Sam Raimi while he was shooting it, and he's like, he's like, yeah, Sam was so excited about being able to, you know, work with like Gene Hackman and Sharon Stone, and this was back before Russell Crowe got, you know, big and you know was a, a well-known name. 
and he shows up, and uh, the old guy, who was I forgot which, Richard Harris maybe, Richard, okay. Bur- which yeah, whoever it was, uh, needed some, some, uh, like motivation in order to, uh, you know, figure out what his character was. So I guess, like his backstory was like his his daughter had disappeared, and he was like, so like he had Bruce Campbell dress up like a bum told the guy that that was his daughter the daughter's kidnapper murderer rapist whatever and like told the guy to just go to town on him and like didn't film any of it but like use that to get the guy (laughs) fantastic he shows up and he's getting the shit kicked out of himself (laughs) the quick that's awesome that is i mean i just i I, i'm pulling this up up. just for people that may not know Yes, Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe. But then you got young Leo, you got Tobin Bell from Saw, you get Roberts Blossom, the man who had the shovel in Home Alone and was also in Escape from Alcatraz, I believe. Um, You have Keith David, iconic fucking Keith David. Lance Henriksen, who we've now brought up like four times in this podcast. Pat Hingle, the owner of the truck stop in Maximum Overdrive. Gary Sinise, better known as fucking Lieutenant Dan, and Stu Redman in the stand. Mark Boone Jr., who's just been in a ton of stuff, but my favorite thing was him as Bobby in Sons of Anarchy. That's an amazing cast. And yet Sharon Stone was somehow the star of it. Go figure that one out. I, yeah. I, I don't get it. Like, I, I know she was popular then, but I mean, she's not a bad actress. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I'm looking at all those names. I'm like, Jesus. And I should also remind everybody, not that anybody's going to do this, but I do this every year. Um, probably by the time we get to do the next podcast, it still won't be up official yet. But uh, on June 19th, Yes, June 19th. Everybody should be watching Maximum Overdrive because that's the date that the meteor thing happens in Maximum Overdrive. And who doesn't want to watch that movie every year? I do. It's That's a tradition unlike any other in my household. Gotcha. <laughs> so, all right. With that being said, I'm exhausted and probably should wrap this up. All right, guys. Well, you've heard it here first. What we'll be going over the next couple months. Uh, we'll keep you updated. And thanks for tuning in and listening. Kent, it was fun. Have a good one, man. Always a pleasure. Thank you.